I'm honestly not uh, sure how to talk about this yet, but I have decided to change careers. Yeah, uh, I'm honestly just a bit tired of doing the whole fantasy football thing, and if I'm really being honest with you, I'm, I'm feeling a new calling. Uh, and that calling is towards being a rapper. And that's right. Uh, I'm going to be the next Jack Harlow. And so I've been writing raps. Uh, here's the first one that I've wrote. Thought I'd debut it here. So please enjoy. Please be nice. <clears throat> Rams can't run the ball. You know it makes me want to call up Andrew Whitworth to ask him what it would be worth to please sign, save this team. You know we got a repeat Super Bowl dream. Yeah, yeah, that was really bad. Uh, all right, just start the stupid music. Let's just do the show. He is someone to watch. I'm right here, right now. And that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's that's oh my goodness. goodness. Let's do it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome back. It's so good to see you again. You're looking... Uh, Honestly, if you're not really looking that great. But uh, anyways, what a week. Several very, very interesting games. Wild endings all around. Uh, namely, the Bills versus Vikings game. That got to be the craziest one. Uh, probably the craziest game we'll see all year. Fumbled snap on the goal line. Interception to end it. Missed 12 men on the field call. Missed catch that shouldn't have been a catch. Just all sorts of things. If you didn't watch it, Go back and watch it. Outside of that one, though, we got a crazy play that is probably going to warrant a rule change on Monday Night Football. Uh, if you didn't catch that one last night, Washington quarterback Taylor Heineke baits his way into a roughing the passer penalty by giving himself up and letting Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham just run straight into him. Uh, really, really weird play. Something I'd never seen before. I had never seen a quarterback bait themselves into a roughing the passer penalty by by just giving themselves up like that i didn't think it would work i thought that there had to be some provision in the rules to prevent that from happening but there apparently is not and my take on it is that it's just it's super smart but it's really cheap uh it reminds me of the kenny pickett fake slide where super smart play uh obviously undeniably very impressive but just a cheap tactic that takes advantage of rules designed for player safety. It makes it really tough to justify all these quarterback protection rules when the very same quarterbacks are using them to get out of tough sacks, gain extra yards on runs. I just, where do you draw the line on that? It becomes a pretty complicated issue. Uh, but I absolutely would not be shocked to see the NFL issue a rule clarification this week that updates that policy. You have to do it. You can't let that loophole exists it it allows players to get out of sacks it simply does you could escape pretty much any sack by just giving yourself up and hoping that the court and hoping that the defensive end runs into you uh crazy thing there really looking forward to seeing how the nfl front office handles that but anyway let's get into some of the week 10 fantasy takeaways uh the big ones the ones you guys are here for and this one I think it's time that I deliver an apology to one Mr. Justin Fields. And uh, pardon the pun here, but bear in mind, this is not me saying I think Fields is an elite quarterback. Uh, he's absolutely fantasy viable. I have said on multiple occasions that he is not. So I'm going to take it on the chin and I'm going to deliver a very heartfelt, I'm sorry, Justin. There you go. Seriously though, 
Fields has been awesome for fantasy this last few weeks. He's cleared 40 points in consecutive games. He's a man on the mission in the run game. Uh, he's just carrying the Bears offense with his legs. And even though he still only has one game this season with 200 yards passing, as long as he's rushing like this, who cares? Over the last four weeks, he has 555 rushing yards and five touchdowns, which outside of being bizarrely coincidental is also very, very good. Fields has a really favorable schedule the rest of the way too. So, I mean, how can I not call him a QB one? It's, it's too easy. Sorry, Chicago fans. Sorry, Fields. You, you are that guy. You proved it, at least for fantasy. All right, what's next? Uh, okay, injuries. Let's talk about a few of the injuries that are very notable for fantasy. First off, the most painful one to talk about for me is going to be Cooper Cup. Uh, Cup suffered what is likely a high ankle sprain. He'll probably miss two to three weeks of time, and that is just killer for the already struggling Rams. Uh, bit of help for Tyler Higby and Allen Robinson managers, though. Uh, something to take away on that for you guys. Somebody else to watch out for in that offense is Ben Skoranek. Uh, ben Skoranek made my waiver wire report this week, and it's because he's been playing such a variety of roles for the Rams. He's a, playing fullback, he's playing receiver. He's seeing some carries as a running back, and that role is only going to increase with Cup out. He's a fantastic athlete. Sean McVay knows it. Sean McVay wants to involve this guy in the offense, and in the absence of Cooper Cup, I think he'll continue to do so. Uh, moving on. Zach Ertz will miss the remainder of the season for the Cardinals. Brutal, brutal knee injury. That probably means a larger role for rookie Trey McBride. McBride has been very quiet, but getting drafted out of Colorado State, he was seen as a very high prospect. I think he could be that guy in this Cardinals offense. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to deliver you 15 points a game, but he could be a 6, 7, 10-point guy every week if that's what you need in that range. Uh... Jerry Judy. Judy suffered an ankle injury, but seems to be okay for the long term. Uh, good news there on that one for the Broncos offense. He left, did not come back, but it does not seem like he suffered an injury to his Achilles, which was likely the main concern there. So should be all right. Leonard Fournette suffered a hit pointer this week that will probably cause him to miss a little time. Uh, if so, Rashad White's value is up through the roof. We'll talk about them a little bit later. And lastly, offensive tackle Christian Derisaw hit the concussion protocol yesterday, which is a huge loss for the Vikings. He has been the anchor of their offensive line. If you don't follow me on TikTok, just made a TikTok talking about Derisaw and several other Vikings players. But one notable stat for him, 578 snaps played at left tackle this season. Only 10 pressures allowed. Zero sacks. 10 pressures. That's a less than 2% pressure rate. So to put that in perspective, you have a better chance of getting accepted into any Ivy League institution of your choosing than any NFL defensive end does of getting pressure on Christian Derrissaw. Now, I know you're sitting there thinking, I have a 0% chance of getting accepted into an Ivy League institution, and that's okay, but we're just talking about a random person in this situation. Last topic of the day, there are a lot of interesting backfield situations to monitor throughout the league, and I'm going to give my take on a few of them. First off, Buccaneers are shifting between Fournette and Rashad White a lot. We talked about those guys earlier. Makes it hard to trust either of them to be consistent. But with the news of Fournette's injury, I think we see that usage for White grow and start to stay steady. White's flashed a lot. He, White has flashed plenty. The Buccaneers should start to give him those touches ahead of Lenny, at least until the playoffs. Uh, 
And that kind of rhymed there, Plenty and Lenny. See, I, I told you guys I could be a rapper. Uh, next, the Rams. The Rams just simply cannot run the ball, uh, at least not through Akers or Daryl Henderson anyway. But Kyron Williams stepped in last week, and he made his rookie debut. Hardly played in the game, but still managed to accumulate almost 50 total yards. He only played 17 snaps, 50 yards. That's really impressive. Uh, he had three receptions for 39, nine yards on the ground on one single carry. And with McVay running out of options, it's very easy to see a world in which he just turns the keys over to Williams, especially if he keeps playing like this. I mean, why wouldn't you? Cam Akers and Gerald Henderson are letting you down. You know the run game is the key to success through the pass. You've got to get it started somehow. If Williams is flashing like this, I say go for it. Uh, next, the Niners. Moving from the Rams to the Niners. Elijah Mitchell made his return and put a big question mark on CMC's volume in that offense. The 49ers look great running the ball, so I cannot blame them for this approach. I mean, obviously you want to use both of these guys. They're both extremely talented players, but this is bad news if you are a CMC fantasy manager. Uh, what looked like a role that he was just going to be the lead horse in in those first couple games, now Mitchell's back, and now we're seeing that that is not quite the case. It is definitely going to be a split backfield between CMC and Mitchell, if last week is any indication. Speaking of the 49ers, former 49er Jeff Wilson is balling out with the Finns, and he seems to have unlocked their running game with a 100-yard rushing night this week. I think he continues to be the guy for them, probably sees more action than Moster and Chase Edmonds were when they were the starters for that offense because they just weren't getting it done, and so there wasn't a lot of incentive for McDaniel to lean on that run game. But remember, he's from the 49ers tree, so zone run, that's in his blood, baby. He, That's why he brought Wilson here to activate that zone running offense. I think it's an awesome thing for them. I think he continues to ball. Uh, really wish I had not traded him in one of my fantasy leagues. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, I really appreciate having you here. I will see you on Thursday for a preview of Thursday Night Football and some starts and sits, just like we always do. I am out of here. Take care, guys. See you next time. He is someone to watch. I'm right here, right now. And that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a that's oh a my goodness. goodness. Let's do it. I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited. Now let's go ahead and get into it.